0: Welcome to The Rock Podcast. We believe this podcast is built on The Rock and will teach and equip you for the works of ministry. We believe and trust God that the teachings will give you the keys to enter into a deeper revelation of the Word. We pray that the Holy Spirit will ignite an unstoppable fire in you and that it will transform you and every place you set your feet. Enjoy today's episode. Everybody and welcome to today's episode of The Rock Podcast. My name is Peter and it's such an honor to be with you today. And uh, let me tell you, I've got excitement in my spirit for today's episode because we're going to be talking about growing in peace. And uh, of course, as we said uh, at the beginning of January, we're going to be be talking about peace uh, throughout the whole of this month. And and this is something that the Lord has really been pressing upon our hearts. This is something that the Lord has really been revealing to us over the last couple of weeks and last couple of months. For you see, we cannot move in the kingdom of peace in the person of peace if we are con- not connected to the Prince of Peace, which is Jesus Christ. So, uh, so that's why I want to dig a little deeper into this topic, into this theme today: growing in peace, growing in peace, and uh, and, and I want to start with uh, with a short testimony. So, a couple of uh, a couple of decades ago, uh, when I gave my life to Jesus. When I had my salvation experience, it was almost as though I had put on the helmet of salvation, but almost as though I forgot to put on the rest of the armor of God. And it was it was so interesting during that time, for uh, for I'd almost bought this ticket to heaven by raising my hand in a church, um, by responding to an altar call, but I never really grew in the person of Jesus. I never really became a disciple and a full time follower of Jesus, which is so important in the kingdom of God. And we and we very often. see this. We see people um, come to salvation. We see people come to Jesus um, only for them to never again speak to Jesus, only for them to never again go to Jesus, and they never grow in Jesus. And uh, and, and this is such an important thing. We, we often talk about a soldier going to war without a gun, without a weapon. For let me tell you, my friend, you cannot preach the gospel of Jesus Christ in a fallen world to a fallen creation, to a sinful nation, if you do not know the very good news, the gospel of Jesus Christ, if you do not understand the truth of that very gospel. So, a lot of people are at this very moment living as soldiers of God without the necessary weapons to be able to wage the spiritual warfare in this dark age and, and 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 that is what today is so important for we often see people um being saved coming to Jesus without ever putting on the rest of the armor of God they only take the helmet of salvation and and then they go to war without the rest of the armor without the sword without the belt uh, with without uh, the breastplate without the shoes of peace without anything else that God has equipped us uh, to be able to take this fight to the enemy and resist the enemy whenever he attacks. And... uh and, and again, that is that is why growing in Jesus is so important. For for the more we grow in Jesus, the more we are taking up and using every piece of the armor of God. Um, so I want to read to you from Ephesians 6 verse 13. Uh, so use every piece of God's armor to resist the enemy whenever he attacks. And this is, of, of course, when, when does when does the enemy attack? Um, basically every moment of every day. And when it is all over, you will be able to stand up. But to do this, you will need the strong belt of truth and the bridge. Splate of God's approval. Wear shoes that are able to speed you on as you preach the good news of peace with God. And in every battle, you will need faith as your shield to stop the fiery arrows aimed at you by Satan and you will need the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit which is the word of God. So again a, a lot of us are at this very moment as a soldier without a weapon as a soldier without a shield. We we have the helmet of salvation but we stopped in that very moment. We've got uh, we we almost took on this ticket of heaven but we we're, were not willing to grow in peace. And and, and that is so ironic because we are expecting the peace of God we're expecting a transform Uh, Transformed life, a new spirit. We are expecting to be a new creation. We are expecting to live in the peace of Jesus Christ. Yet we never commit to grow in the person of Jesus Christ. And 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 again, um, that is what I want to encourage you towards today. For uh, you are not, you will not be able to go into this world and preach the gospel. You will not be able to go and uh, and take on the enemy in any kind of spiritual warfare or anything like that if you are not willing to put on the full armor of God. If you're not willing to uh, to grow in the person of peace, you cannot go if you're not willing to grow. A lot of us feel as though we have been called towards greater things. A lot of us feel as though there's this calling upon our lives for ministry, um, yet we haven't got anything else on other than our helmet. And, and 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 that is why I really want to speak to your heart today for uh, what do you do when you get to a person that is sick? If you've only got your, your helmet of salvation on, the only thing you are equipped to do is drive them towards salvation. Yet you'll not be able to pray for the sick through that shield of faith. And and in and, and, and the very same breath, if, uh, if you need to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ and you haven't got your shoes of speed on, you'll not be able to do it. You'll not be able to bring someone towards that place of salvation. So you need every single piece of armor that the Bible gives us to be a fully equipped soldier of God. And that means you need to train your very spirit, you need to train your mind, you need to train yourself in the truth of Jesus Christ, you need to grow in Jesus so that you can go with Jesus and march people into heaven, for that is what it's all about. Did, did you know this? There's, there's a reason that uh, that both the that both Jesus and the devil is after your soul and the reason is that there is a price on your life the reason is that you are worth the fight let me tell you my friend there is uh, there is a there's a fight in the in the spiritual realm uh for your very being there's a fight in the heavenly realms for your eternal destination and uh, and you need to grow in Jesus so that others can also go with Jesus for you see Matthew 28 verse 19 to 20 says There's therefore go and make disciples of all nations baptizing them in the name of the father and the son and the holy spirit and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you and surely I am with you always to the very end of the age he says therefore go and make disciples of all nations and we don't know. We, we we don't always understand uh, what these very words means. Uh, we think that, that making disciples is merely a case of bringing uh, bringing people to a church of Jesus, a church that worships Jesus. But discipleship is following. Discipleship is growing in the very person of Jesus. Discipleship is being saturated with the Holy Spirit unto a point of renewal and transformation. It is being baptized in the very power of. Of heaven, so that the power can outflow to the nation, that that power can outflow to the very world, to this dark age, so that every single person will know Jesus. That is what discipleship means a saturation with the very truth that the word teaches us about. And we don't always understand discipleship in that way. And, and that is again what I want to encourage you towards. We need to grow. We need to grow in the very truth, in the very peace of God, so that we are able to be transformed in that peace, love in that peace, but also go with that peace. We need to be a participant in the very kingdom of the Prince of Peace. We need to be distributors of this peace. For you see, uh, uh, Isaiah nine verse six says this: For us, uh, for to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. And the increase of his government and peace, uh, of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end. You see, we are to be participants, co-laborers, in this government and peace of God on this earth. We always pray for, for peace to sweep across a nation, for peace to enter a, 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 a leader's heart, for peace to overthrow a demonically structured government, yet we're not always willing to go into that very place and declare the peace of God towards them. You see, even if we read, uh, if we read uh, Ephesians 6, It says this. Ephesians 6 verse 15 We're issues that are able to speed you on as you preach the good news of peace with God. That is what it's all about. We grow in the peace of God so that we can go with the peace of God and we can declare the good news, bring hope to the hopeless, bind up the wounded. We are supposed to be the peace of God on earth so that His government and His peace can increase on this earth. That is what it's all about. We are to be correlated laborers of peace. For you see, we're not only being called to grow in peace, we're also being called to to go in peace, we can, we need to uh, we 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 get to know Jesus so that we can show Jesus. We see our whole life is supposed to be about Jesus, the Prince of Peace. And uh, and and let me tell you, my friend, a lot of us ask these questions, but but how do I distribute uh, peace? How do I become a co-laborer in peace? And it's and it's really so simple. The more you grow in the truth of Jesus, the more you will show the truth of Jesus. And if you don't know what to do, go look at the story of Jesus throughout the Gospels. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and see what Jesus has done, and do the same. Copy and paste. It really is as simple as that. And and again, bringing peace doesn't always mean um, to be extremely overly friendly and people pleasing. Bringing peace oftentimes means doing the same uh, the same things that Jesus would have done. And he confronted systems. He confronted injustices. He confronted religious institutions. That is what Jesus did. I. I, I always look uh, look towards the ministry of Jesus to see what uh, what what peace would look like, and and peace isn't always this this still and quiet moments where uh, where, where people agree with each other. Oftentimes, peace looks like overthrowing a table in the temple. Uh, oftentimes, peace looks like. Uh, confronting a religious leader. um, For for, you see, we are to increase the government and peace of God here on earth. Uh, Obviously, through the power of the Holy Spirit, it's not really us doing it, but we need to be the facilitators of that peace. I also want to leave you with uh, with this picture that Jesus uses of the wedding feast, and uh, and, and and it correlates and 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 is a striking parallel between growing in Jesus and what happens in the wedding feast that Jesus so often describes, and we read about it in uh, in Revelations, and, uh, and 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 this really is so beautiful. So in the in the ancient times, the Jews of that very time. Uh, we would often have a very specific process for preparing uh, for a wedding feast so we see in in, in john 15 we see uh, in uh, in acts uh, in acts 1 uh, we see in so many places where Jesus tells the disciples uh, i'm going to be leaving you and they're obviously so shocked he, uh, he would also tell them that there's going to be someone coming that it's going to be a person coming that'll be with them unto the end of this age but then he gets to this one place in john 15 where he says this He says, uh, I'm going to leave you to do what? To prepare a place in my father's house. Uh, apologies, that's that's John fourteen to prepare a place in my Father's house, and what Jesus was referring to is Jesus was referring to the wedding, uh, the wedding banquet, the wedding feast that would normally be prepared in that time. So all the disciples understood the very reference that Jesus was using. So uh, so during the ancient times, what the Jew uh, the Jewish culture would usually do uh, when uh, when a bride and a bridegroom was about to get married is there would be a time of preparation for the wedding banquet and and during that time the father of the bride would usually take his time to prepare a certain place to prepare a house for the wed couple to be able to move into after the wedding banquet and at the same time we would be preparing the wedding banquet for a time uh, uh, for such a time as when they were ready to step into that marriage to step into that covenant and and this is what's so beautiful about it you see the father had all the authority in the world to be able to uh, determine the very time when they were gonna get married and ready to move into that new house, uh, when they were gonna be invited to the wedding feast and then move into that new house together, and uh, and again, this 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 is so beautiful for me. So, um, so what would normally happen is is the bride and the bridegroom would need to uh, to keep himself prepared um, for that very day or that very moment when their father would return with the news that it was time for their wedding banquet to start. That it was time for them to move into this new covenant place and uh, and and this is what's so beautiful so so the bride and the bridegroom uh, would have needed to to uh, remain prepared in the face of the possibility that this wedding banquet could happen at any time and they wouldn't ever know when it was time for the wedding banquet to take place they wouldn't ever know um, when that very moment would be it could be within a year it could be within a week so they needed to stay prepared to be. Able able to step into that new covenant and then uh, and and then when the father did return and invited them to their own wedding banquet um the rest of the town would also be invited and and those that were ready for the wedding to take place uh, for the covenant to be sealed to be partake in that very moment um would be welcomed into the wedding banquet whereas the rest of the town would stay uh, outside the gates and, and 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 this is what's so beautiful and the parallel that jesus is talking about there in, uh, in john 14 is that we need to remain prepared for the return of the Father. We need to remain prepared for the very day when our wedding banquet with the bridegroom is here. And... uh and remaining prepared uh, means this, that we need to grow in our discipleship, that we need to grow in truth. We need to be prepared and trained in the righteousness of Jesus Christ so that we are always ready for the wedding banquet. But not always ready, not, uh, not always only ready for the wedding banquet, but always also ready to invite others into that place where they can partake in the covenant ceremony. And, 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 and this is our very mission on earth. To, uh, to make disciples of all nations, to invite others into that place of covenant, to prepare others for the wedding ceremony, to prepare others for the covenant ceremony, to be partakers in that very moment. You see, Jesus had already prepared this world Jesus had already gone before us and prepared all the hearts of people around us um, for that very invitation that we are supposed to bring to them. And what we need to do now is we need to grow in the person of peace so that we can be partakers and distributors of the kingdom of peace. At the same time, we need to move beyond that very chicken line. You see, the chicken line is that place where you are either a chicken or you move into uh, the other side of it into the very fire of god as we preach the gospel to this earth at uh, a chicken line we need to start getting over the chicken line so i want to encourage you today my friend to grow in your discipleship of jesus to grow in truth to grow in righteousness and at the very same same time to go with the person of peace with the jesus of peace into this world with the prince of peace and make disciples of all nations Go pray, go say, go out of your way. Become a, uh, a person of peace, which, uh, which other people so often need. So uh, so may the Lord bless you. Thank you for listening to today's episode. And remember this, it's time to grow in peace. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. If you have any questions or would like to contact us, please send an email to info at podcastcom Bedankt dat je vandaag naar de podcast geluisterd hebt. Als je vragen hebt of in contact wil komen, stuur gerust een e-mail naar info at podcastcom Dank je dat je naar vandaag zijn podcast geluisterd hebt. Als je enige vraag of met ons wil contact maken, stuur gerust een e-post naar info at podcastcom Vielen Dank dat Sie zich in de podcast heute aangehoord hebben. Als Sie vragen hebben hoe ik contact afnemen, mochten, dus je bitte een e-mail aan info at podcast.com.